0: Sack Kings Therapy Episode Fifty Nine. And this episode, the return. He's finally back. It's fall. I'm back. Oh, he Lord. is back. And unfortunately, as soon as you come back, we lost two and a we lose two in a row. But that, I'm pretty sure it's not your fault. It's unfortunate that these two have been these two games have been losses.
1: Yeah, I I missed some good, really good games. I gotta say I. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure, right? Yes, you well, missed some really good winning Kings basketball. And, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate.
1: And all of a sudden, the Sixers game, which was still good, but today's game, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll be getting into it. And as Fong just mentioned, we will be covering the 76ers game and the Magic game. Uh, so let's uh let's get this out of the way then. So... Uh, Against the Sixers, we're going up against Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Seth Curry. And for some reason, we were not going up against Tyrese Maxey, which was weird. He's been good. Mm -hmm. So the game starts out, you know, pretty bad. Honestly, we we foul a lot because we are going up against Joel Embiid. And then there's Ben Simmons. Both these guys are very physical players, and they just drew all the fouls on us. But uh, luckily, Fox was able to keep us in it with 15 points in the first, and we end up trailing the Sixers 42 to 32. Yep,
1: pretty much they had a lot more free throws, I noticed, in the first quarter, along with, um, yeah, they gave both Bagley and Rashawn uh, 2,000 in the first quarter straight up. But yeah, luckily, Fox kept us up, so
0: that's a good thing going. And like you could just see how big Joel Embiid is, and you know, no no shade to Rashawn, but like he's so he's just not big enough to to guard uh, Joel Embiid without a double team, and yeah, you could just see the size difference between the two. Um, yeah. moving into kind of the second quarter and also kind of the third quarter, which is gonna kind of jump around, but you know, no real defense throughout. Uh, Rashawn gets three fouls really quickly. Marvin ends up having to guard Joel and boy i was very scared when this when this happened but he, he got him very well like he showed great energy he was fronting him he was you know like playing the position just making a tough on you know the beast that is Joel Embiid um you know again he held his own for the most part uh kings on the offensive side go on an offensive barrage of threes with led by fox buddy and halliburton and we actually end up taking the lead we led 71 to 66 we outscored the Sixers 39 to 24 in the quarter. And 37 of those points in that run, uh, of the 39 point run, came from Fox Buddy and Heel. The only other two came from Glenn Robinson on a
1: two. Yeah. At this point, uh, you know, I thought the 76ers had a lot more free throws than us as well. Um, but, you know, Hal Byrne scored 12 points in just this quarter. And it, he kept on, you know, doing his job and uh that's yeah to be honest i kind of forgot how this game went
0: <laughs> yeah it's it, it has been a long time since uh since the game or at least long time in you know nba game time so yeah my, my, my mind's going wake on this game already Yeah, Uh, well, you know, I'll try to, because I I have a pretty extensive list of notes here, luckily, so to kind of keep us at least in it. But um, anyways, moving on to the second half, uh, Rashawn gets his fourth really early in the game. So guess what? Back to Bagley versus uh, Joel Embiid. And guess what? He played really well. He was, you know, uh, on offense, you know, he was just playing his role. He was hitting threes. Like, you know, it's getting to the point where the big no longer can just sag into the lane and just leave him out there. He's actually a stretch big now. And that's really great to see with Bagley. Halliburton getting so many deflections this <clears throat> this quarter, this quarter, because we at, you know, because Bagley is guarding Joel, you have to double. Like he if you just go one on one with him, he's going to overpower him for the most basically on most possessions. So what ends up happening, we double, and Halliburton ends up being kind of the guy that splits the difference on the defense, and he got so many deflections and a few steals.
1: I thought, you know, Embiid was going to do a lot more damage to us. I mean, he did do a lot of damage to us in terms of uh, free throws, but, you know, Bagley, B, Bag, eh. having Bagley on Embiid, I'm, I'm surprised that uh, he
0: kept them pretty in check
1: for the most part.
0: Again, like we doubled him like hard, and Joel, you know, as good as good and dominant as he is, not the best passer. He's definitely not on the uh, Jokic level by any means. He's a, actually like a good two levels below that, which isn't which isn't a knock on him. Jokic is the best pa- best passing big man of all time, but like he's just not a great passer out of there. And so you kind of pressure him into kind of making like that long pass, and you know. Like, you make him, like, think, and, you know, and Bagley, like, played him straight up pretty well, too. He drew a charge on him. He made it hard. He fronted him. It was hard to get the ball to him. He, you know, it just he just showed great energy, and I, and I love that about Bagley. Like, he is a guy that plays with a high motor, and when you tell him to just do one thing, which is, in this case, front uh, Joel Embiid, make it hard on him, and just, you know, don't let him just bully you. Which you know, like that was what he needed to do, and he did it. Now, unfortunately, in situations like where you have to ask him to help and stuff like that, yeah, he's not going to be good on those. But it's good to see that Bagley, when you tell him to just lock in on one player, on a dominant center, on a dominant scoring, played really well, and that was great cool to see. Oh yeah. Kings end the quarter, on uh, leading ninety-one to eighty-seven. Uh, in the fourth quarter, this was the big adjustment of the game, and unfortunately, it happened on the Sixers' end. Matisse Thybul guarded Fox, and he really limited Fox because guess what? Matisse Thybul doesn't really do anything else, so he has plenty of energy to, you know, guard Fox. And I have a note here. I really wish he kind of. So um, I'm gonna give Jay King um, of the Celtics beat um, this credit for this. He he coined this offense the the LeBron, yo, 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 let me get that switch offense. I really <laughs> wish on that. Like, hey, yo, 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 Seth Curry's on the floor. Right? <laughs> let me get that switch on. Let me get that switch on Seth Curry. Yo, hey, yo, 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 Tobias Harris on the floor. Let me get that switch. But, you know, it, that that's not, you know, really Fox's game just yet. Hopefully that's the next evolution of his game. But uh, on the other hand, like the guys who that, those guys are guarding, they're not exactly good screen setters, Buddy doesn't set screens all that well. Marvin's not a great screener. So that's a that's a you know, it's not just Fox. It's got to be a team effort on that. But um, Fox uh, during this quarter on defense was getting his hands on a lot of balls. Like he was kind of the one of the designated kind of doublers for uh, Joel Embiid as soon as he catches it. He just kind of sneaks up behind him and tries to poke the ball away. Um, Marvin ends up having to check in after Rashawn gets his fifth. And you know Marvin again does does really well for the most part, but Joel did end up getting going towards the end and basically sealed the game. Kings end up not getting a lot of uh, calls down the stretch, and like there was one really egregious one where uh, Fox got diable up in the air, jumps up, <laughs> Matisse diveballed basically runs right into him, body slams him essentially, but no call. And I think that was the possession that led to a Tobias Harris three that essentially broke open the game. And really up until this point, it was a very much even game. Like we were, we were going punch for punch with the Sixers and it was really just this run where we went cold from three. There was a possession where we got, I think three offensive rebounds and we kick it out and we end up not being able to score on that possession. And that basically was the end of the game. Um, yeah, and that's basically the summary that I have for the game. Like Kings lose one nineteen to one eleven. Um, you have anything for the full quarter?
1: Uh, no, not really. But overall, first game back, uh, watching. Uh, I gotta say, Fox has exceeded a lot of my ex- expectations. Uh, since I've missed how I don't know how many games, but yeah, overall, I think this team, uh, offensively wise, uh. It seems like it's going to do great things.
0: Yeah, as long as Fox is doing his thing. If Fox is like a lot like the thing with, you know, this surge of winning games is that it's it's, you know, powered by Fox and his offense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he he make he's really our only true go to score, you know, our, you know, our go to one on one creator that can actually create something. And he's taking that next step, and like literally just about no one in the league can check him anymore. So, I mean, like, he torched Kawhi in the Clippers game. He, you know, ate <laughs> ate uh, Eric Bledsoe's lunch in, during the Pelicans game. And even during the uh, the Celtics game, Jalen Brown couldn't really hold him. Like, no one could really, like, keep him in front. So this is going to be, I think this is going to be a thing going forward. I am a little wary of how many minutes he's playing just because as soon as he's off the floor, there just isn't that go-to option anymore. And yeah. Kings have to rely on him for that. And. We'll have to see going forward if you know Tyrese can develop even more this year. Like I, I see, you know he's been developing every single game. Like there's just improvements all across the board. We'll have to see what Tyrese is because I don't believe in Buddy to be able to do that. Marvin, I have a little bit more confidence in him than Buddy, but like, not a lot. You know that's not Rashawn's game, so. <laughs> so it's going to have to be Fox and Harrison Barnes, not really been playing well late as of late in the past few games. But he was key during that during, you know, that uh, not winning streak, but like during our wins, he's been aggressive and he needs to get back to that, you know, get back to that level. I see. So that's kind of how I see this game. You know, it's good to see that we went toe to toe with the Sixers like Sixers are basically the best team in the East right now. And this game shows you why there's they have a guy that's, you know, a foul drawing machine. They have a seven, a six, nine point guard and Ben Simmons that can just overpower, you know, the team on offense in transition and the half court. Different story. But, you know, and Seth Curry, best shooter in the league. He was, you know, he I think had 20 points this game. Let me check really quickly. Yeah, he had 22 points and he was just automatic from basically everywhere on the floor. And, you know, Tobias Harris, you know, despite despite getting paid like an absurd amount of money, he is still a good player. Like people tend to lose track of that. And, you know, he did his thing. And it's a, it's simply a more talented team than what the Kings have. And, you know, this game shows it and it's good to but it's good to see that the Kings didn't back down. They rose up to the challenge and it was good to see Marvin be able to hold the best the the best scoring big man in the league mm-hmm, most definitely, yeah, so that's kind that's kind of my summary for that game, and yeah, but I just hope that the Kings carry this type of energy into the next games, not you know Orlando notwithstanding we'll get to that, yeah. And... Um... All right, well, let, let's talk about Orlando. We just watched this abomination of a game. Um, <laughs> so this, before going into this, like I was even, I was thinking this is a trap. This has the inklings of a trap game because last year, um, after I think it was beating the, yeah, after we beat the Oklahoma City Thunder to, I think, cap off a four game winning streak a three or four game winning streak last year, there was a lot of good vibes going to Sacramento. And then we face the Bulls, and the Bulls, are, of course, you can easily say are a ba- a worse team than the OKC Thunder. And the Kings, you know, the Kings fan base for sure saw that as an easy, a must, a, you know, an easy game, let's just say. You know, we can take them a little bit more lightly. We don't need to go all out. Like, we can take this game easy. Well, guess what? They beat us. And then and we basically went on another losing streak after that. Same thing happened after the... um. The the game we lost to the Knicks in the Golden One Center, where they came back from I think down sixteen. Again, like we thought, oh, this is an easy game, and for most of, for like the first half of the game, we were dominating the Knicks, and all of a sudden, we just started you know t- letting our foot off the gas pedal, and we just embarrassed ourselves. And yeah, with the King or the Knicks end up coming back, and that basically deflated the Kings. I think we end up losing our next. I think it was a crazy number of games. It was like lost the next nine of 11 or something like that it was brutal after that mm-hmm. this this orlando game had inklings of that where we have a tough we have a good stretch of winning basketball and there's an easy opponent quote-unquote coming in and we take it a little too easy
1: though no, yeah most most definitely especially
0: how many players that are out for the magic as well <sighs> I'm surprised this game wasn't postponed because it looked like everyone was injured. Like Evan Fournier's out, Markel Foltz is out, Jonathan Isaac's out. Uh, MCW just came back, and in this game, James Ennis got injured too. And like, yeah, they're they're literally running a skeleton crew to say the least. And you know, we do have, of course, we can point to the fact Fox and Bagley were out this game. And Fox, as I said, is is our only, you know, reliable one-on-one creator. And, you know, this game showed it because, boy, we needed an an extra defender or extra offensive player. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's get into it. So Halliburton and uh, GR3 start the game uh, for us. And, um, yeah, so the game starts out really weird. GR3 gets a flagrant foul for getting his foot under James Ennis on a three. I personally don't think it was a flagrant just because I don't see how in any way that like it was intentional on GR3's part. His foot just kind of flowed into James Ennis's landing space. I thought the flagrant two, flagrant one was uh un- unwarranted.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was really not intentional. And, you know, the ref saw it as intentional. And yep, two free throws. It's a great start, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, great start. Um, anyways, uh, without Fox, again, as I said, we don't have a go-to score so it was pretty rough. You know, Tyrese can create, but he's not like a a isolation player. He creates off the pick and roll, and he's not at that Chris Paul level yet, where he can generate a good shot at will just yet. So it was a pretty rough uh, game to start. Orlando, of course, don't actually really have a point guard. They have MCW, but MCW is not really even a point guard. He's like one of... He's just a tall ball handler, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, Bielitsa checks in. It's his first game since uh, January 9th. Uh, I, I think it's 11 straightness games or something along those lines. But yeah, it was great to see him. And he played pretty well this game, actually.
1: Yeah, he really uh, showed out this game. And I'm kind of glad that we saw him play because, yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. Been since what
0: January 9th? They said, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Rock, Terrence Ross hits a few shots uh, early, and I was gonna declare him the king's killer. He was not no, the king's killer no. in this game. I we will get to him in a bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, a score is tied at 33 33 at the end of uh the first quarter. Uh, starting the second quarter, no real team is playing any real defense. Um, basically, it's you know what. Like we run our offense and we're getting shots and we're making shots, which was good. But on the other side, we're just not playing defense, and it was exactly the same thing with Orlando. Like they just they just got easy shots, they got to their spots, and Nick Vucevic was having himself a game. I don't think he missed in the first half. It was he was uh, he was a dominant this game.
1: Yeah, it felt like he was automatic. Same with uh, shots from Terrence Ross. Sometimes it felt like it was just automatic to to us and you know we didn't really defend them too well
0: yeah and unfortunately it does come back to bite us in the ass mm-hmm. um yeah kings are, this is another theme of the um of the game so kings have nine turnovers uh in the first i think 10 turnovers in the first half but nine turnovers at the 330 mark of the second quarter and you know we're getting decent looks uh towards the end of the first quarter or second quarter but like we can't hit And unfortunately, we go into the second half trailing by 5, 64-59. And uh, and we'll get to, this is unfortunately where the game fell apart. Uh, The second half starts, turnovers, turnovers, and more turnovers. Kings don't really get any foul calls either, so more turnovers (laughs) up on that. Uh, Yeah. And, And taking advantage of these turnovers and really bad defense to start the quarter, MCW. He goes off like he just he just kept dribbling, dribbling, dribble, 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 and then just drives and would just get to the basket at will. And this happened for, I think, three, four, five straight plays. He ends up scoring, I think, 15 points in this in this quarter. And unfortunately, the the game, they ne- the Magic never looked back after this. We didn't while this was happening, we weren't scoring on the other end and MCW just destroyed us. And it was through the same play. That's what was frustrating. It was just he just, you know, got a screen and then just drove to the rim and there was no help. And boom, layup and one (laughs) layup and one. It was brutal. Yeah,
1: doesn't help uh, that Vucevic was also playing real well this quarter as well. And, uh, you know, we did play our third unit.
0: Yes, that was what was interesting. I actually thought Luke just straight up waved the white flag because he took (laughs) out all the starters, I think. I think literally, I think only, I mean, Corey wasn't a starter, but he's like a rotation guy. He was in there. But the third unit uh, actually played pretty well, which was, yeah, interesting. Daquan Jeffries is back. That was really good to see.
1: Yeah, I think we even, did we play uh, Kyle Guy in this quarter?
0: we did yeah we play cow guy along with the daquan jeffries yeah that's yeah we, we I...
1: <laughs> yeah just a just a very weird uh, lineup just coming out with
0: uh yeah <laughs> i don't know you know just... fortunately unfortunately they give us a different look and this this unit plays with a different kind of energy and as much as shit as i give cow guy he's a guy that makes the right plays never tries to do too much and, like, just plays with good energy and has good fundamentals. Same thing with Daquan Jeffries. Play, just plays hard, you know, doesn't try to do too much, and just, you know, is a decently reliable player. And as soon as he checks in, he's on, he's on Terrence Ross, and he hounds him to death. I don't think T. Ross made a single shot on him because he was just all over him. Um, James Ennis injures his groin, unfortunately, during this quarter. I hope he's okay because... They, the Magic really cannot afford another player getting injured somehow. Um, the third unit is able to get the lead down to 9 after trailing by as much as 20 this quarter. Uh, Kings end up only trailing by 10 by the end of the third quarter, so it was good to see some life from the Kings. And... You know, again, the third unit plays with a different kind of energy and like there's a lot more like just ball. There's a lot more feels like freedom in the third unit for some reason, like guys move a little bit more. They like cut more randomly in a way and not in a bad way. Like they cut, they actually like move without the ball. And that's something that was really great to see from the third unit. I don't know what it is with the starters, but the ball movement can just stop. And I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. like you said, it's just a very unusual game today, and kinda uh, hope Fox uh, come will come back uh, next
0: game. Yeah, he's gonna have to, um, because <laughs> guess what? One well, up because John Morant, you got you got to teach John Morant some lessons. You know, let's hope that happens. All right, so starters do end up coming back in the fourth quarter. Um, they actually, but Belly and Jeffrey stay stay in. Halliburton, you know, our our golden our golden child. Unfortunately, this is probably one of his worst games. Unfortunately, even though we were pegging him to probably have a career game because you know uh, what's Fox isn't around, so he has he's the only creator. So you know he starts off the quarter with two really bad turnovers. One where he tried to force it to Hassan, bad idea to start with, <laughs> um, you know, and then one where he's just dribbling the ball and just loses it, and it really doesn't didn't get any better for him. Uh, for the rest of the game, and he actually gets ends up getting benched in the middle of the fourth because he just didn't have it today. Uh, you, you know, after after the third unit gets the lead to like nine, unfortunately the lead balloons back to 18 with six minutes to go. Uh, the starters do kind of settle down after again someone I think it was Belly who checked in and Dequan Jeffries checks check back in. Like, they managed to get the lead down to nine, but Buddy stupidly fouls MCW in the backcourt, who makes two free throws, and not killed all the momentum. And that was basically the game. And, yeah, just an ugly game overall. Um, you know, again, had all the inklings of a trap game, and it was. And, you know, hopefully the Kings don't fall apart after this. Because at least we could use the excuse that Fox wasn't there and Bagley wasn't there. But like, why, what happened to the defense?
1: Yeah, it it just seems like it's the same old excuse. Where's the defense? Where's the defense? Uh, but, you know, I, I feel I like will have a bounce back game as long as Fox comes back. That's that's my hope. Um, also hoping that Marvin plays too because uh, I kind of see uh, more
0: of him as well. Yeah, show show Jaron Jackson who the, who should be should have been the higher pick. <laughs> you know, like again, you know, with Fox back in the lineup, of course, you're gonna have a real ginormous steroid level boost to your offense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes the best defense is you know making the making the other team take the ball out of the net after you score. So maybe there is that, but there's a leadership quality to um, De'Aaron Fox, and really. And, you know, he sets the example for for the offense and the defense. And, you know, he he doesn't do it all the time, but he can definitely lock down on that side of the floor. And, you know, we just need that kind of like, you know, sample setter. And, you know, hopefully like Fox comes back and just, you know, sets the tone for everyone and everyone just follows him because, boy, like (laughs) losing Fox for this game it like really exposes that we don't have any shot creators and you know our defense just is terrible sometimes we're like we're back to the the one the kings in the earlier part of the season where we lost seven of nine like that's what it looked like in terms of the defense like there was no trust no communication and it, and we're just left scratching our head what the fuck happened it's basically yeah. my stake on the team uh,
1: i really came back at uh, probably one of the worst times
0: <laughs> yeah hopefully you know you're able to see some good winning basketball again we do have a chance against the grizzlies and mm-hmm. you know i think they're losing the lakers right now so you know there's that but um yeah so hopefully this is not again this is not a trend this is not what this is not deja vu of what happened last year after we lost the knicks and lost the bulls Like oh, so yeah. let's just hope that this isn't a theme that's going to keep happening. And hopefully we keep our, you know, our winning ways because Fox was really making us, you know, making a run for like a uh, all-star game spot. And I, part of me, I actually think this actually helps his all-star, all-star nomination because boy, the team looked fucked without him. And, Oh yeah. uh, You know, like the Kings are, you know, back to a losing record. So maybe that hurts his, you know, stock, but I, I don't know.
1: Yeah. We'll have to see. I I still have high hopes that he'll be an all star someday in our lifetimes, don't you think?
0: I think he will. I think I think he'll continue to get better, but like it's just tough with, you know, Dame and Steph there and then you know Donovan Mitchell and like the jazz look really good right now. Oh yeah. Definitely
1: Caruso, man. He's I don't know. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Anyways, yes,
0: yeah, so, again, uh, so the, our next game is uh, at, let's see, so it's in the Golden 1 Center. It's against Memphis Grizzlies on Sunday, February 14th, and then on a back-to-back the next day, going up against Brooklyn. Ooh. Now, the good thing about, good, the I guess, the silver lining that, that we're playing Brooklyn, Kevin Durant, I don't think, is back yet, that game. I'm not sure how that's going to work. And also... Brooklyn has a very shitty defense, so let's just hope you just gotta outscore them, basically. So we'll see how that goes. Could be our shitty defense versus their shitty defense. And for some reason, they lose to bad teams. And you know, I don't call us a bad team, but we're not like a elite team. They beat all the elite teams, but they can't uh beat bad teams for some reason. So yeah. you know. We'll we'll see how that goes. Maybe they underestimate us, and we put up 140 to 138
1: on them. Yeah, maybe they'll pull a Sacramento Kings with us like how we did today. So we
0: shall see. We shall see. Well, welcome back, Fong. Um, You know, good to have you back. And, you know, hopefully we'll we'll be able to get an episode out on um, probably Tuesday night. Because it's it's a seven o'clock game. So I don't think I can oh. post that night. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we shall see. Okay, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. All right. See you guys later.